You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start. Actually, hope you're having a great Wednesday evening into your Thursday morning. Hope you're having a great day and everything is going just fine as far as your summer goes. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the the podcast to be named later all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPower, SBN across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So, a lot's been going on, obviously, over the past 48 to 72 hours. You know, Tuesday was a bit quieter day than many had possibly anticipated when it came to the Braves. I think that they made a pretty astute move, you know, getting, you know, for a pretty reasonable cost, as a matter of fact, a pretty cheap cost, uh, a, a reliable left-handed reliever, someone with plenty of experience in Brad Hand to add to the bullpen, add to the bullpen depth. Again, you know, a balanced bullpen that's productive typically is a pretty good asset when it comes to the postseason, so the Braves added some more bullpen depth. But beyond that, no other moves were made. And as, you know, Brad Rowland and Scott Coleman did a great job, you know, breaking down on Tuesday night, the Braves just simply are in a position to where, hey, you know, they didn't have to do much in order to have a successful trade deadline. And that's the route the Braves decided to go. But Tuesday night, there was also plenty of action on the field, including another spectacular routing from Spencer Strider and the offense getting going once again. Always fun when the Braves offense gets going. Well, the big thing on Wednesday is that there wasn't much time, you know, for either team to to sit and and enjoy each of them winning one game so far in the series. Both the Braves and the Angels, and especially, you know, from being on the West Coast on the Angels' end, pretty early start on Wednesday. 12.20 Eastern, 11.20 a.m. Central start time on Wednesday, and the Braves' bats picked up right where they left off. A 12-5 victory, three home runs, all from the Big Boppers. Ronald Acuna Jr. hit a three-run homer to get the scoring going, and then both Austin Riley and Matt Olson once again went back-to-back on Wednesday afternoon, and the Braves won 12-5. Now, before we get into how just spectacular the offense was, I think another big takeaway was that Yanni Chirinos actually had a very good outing. You know, he had settled in to that fifth spot, making back-to-back starts. You know, in his first start, he he did what the team needed for him to do, but it wasn't in any spectacular fashion. Well, on Wednesday afternoon, Yanni Torinos actually looked very good. Five innings pitched, uh, five strikeouts, gave up three hits, one walk. Yes, he was six hits, one walk. Yes, he was tagged for three earned runs, but that came from a hit that actually Michael Tonkin allowed. But the Braves will take the performance from Yanni Torinos out of their fifth starter spot 
any day of the week. So a nice bounce back performance for him, and he likely has earned himself a third straight start in the rotation. And if your name so far this year has not been Spencer Strider, Charlie Morton, or Bryce Elder getting three straight starts in the Braves rotation, that's no small feat. So Yanni Torinos has definitely done a good job, or definitely did a great job as far as bouncing back and giving the Braves a solid start that they needed. But again, you know, the game wasn't within much question. At one point, the game was 9-1 to Braves. They wound up just keeping the scoring going. Michael Harris II had another spectacular game. He's been one of the best hitting outfielders over the past six to eight weeks in the game, so it's good to see him going once again just like he did last year. And then, of course, Pierce Johnson and Kirby Yates both had scoreless innings once again. So we're now in a stretch of play where the Braves have played the Milwaukee Brewers, who arguably, who are definitely a top-five team in the National League, clearly in the playoff picture. And we've also seen the Braves play a much-improved Angels team, who is definitely making a playoff push, who, in every game, in their lineup, featured, you know, the best player in baseball, you know, not named Ronald Acuna Jr., well, if you want to go that far, you know, definitely, yeah, I can understand if you think Shohei Otani is the best player in baseball. No argument here. But the point that I'm getting at is, is that the level of competition that the Braves have faced over the past six games, it's been pretty legitimate. And the Braves have gone, have won five out of six games. And the only reason they didn't win on Monday night was basically it was an off night for the offense. This Braves offense, despite the fact that they did continue to give up, you know, a pretty good amount of runs from their bullpen with the arms that they've had to use. This offense is back once again to game in and game out, proving that they can win on any given night just by playing to their talent level, and that's what they're consistently doing. You know, it was Marcelo Zuna over the weekend against the Brewers, and then here against the Angels, it's been Michael Harris II. Another thing that really has stood out is that it, it, every game, a bottom-of-the-order option, whether it be it was Orlando Arcia on Tuesday night, whether it be Orlando Arcia, Marcelo Zuna, Eddie Rosario, or Michael Harris II, were back to the bottom of the order performing at a high level. And again, when the bottom of the Braves order performs at a high level, you're typically going to see the Braves win at a pretty awesome rate. But the big takeaway from Wednesday was a reminder that one of the biggest storylines to follow for the Braves over the next two months... With such a big lead in the division, you know, despite the Braves getting some of their injured players back, we'll talk more about that as a big one's coming back on Friday. But one other storyline to watch for this Braves team is plenty of history could be made as the season progresses. And as a matter of fact, some of some of it was already made on Wednesday afternoon. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team 
at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. So though the trade deadline arrived and passed on Tuesday evening, the Braves still have plenty of roster moves that are likely to occur in the near future, and a couple more happened on Wednesday before and after the game occurred since it was such an early start on Wednesday afternoon. It was announced early on that the Braves, to make room for newly acquired brand hand, they placed reliever Daisbel Hernandez on the 15-day IL with right forearm inflammation. Obviously not the you know best of injuries when it comes to a pitcher. Certainly hope you know that it's something minor, that it's not anything long-term, but the Braves made the move in order to make a roster spot, make room on the roster for Brad Hand. They also announced that reliever Ben Heller was optioned down to AAA and that Charlie Culberson, after he was designated for assignment, he will be going to AAA as well. So the Braves just making some necessary roster maneuvering in order for them to make sure that they're bringing in their new additions. But that will not be the last roster move that will be made before Friday as it was officially announced after the game on Wednesday that Max Freed, that's right, Max Freed, as many had anticipated for, you know, the past few days, Max Freed will be making his much-awaited return to the mound on Friday afternoon. It's been nearly two and a half months since Max Freed went on the IL, actually nearly three months since he went on the IL with a left forearm strain. Thankfully, early on, it was decided that it, it was not anything a major injury. There was no indication uh, of what it potentially could be um, because thankfully it looked like the Braves, you know, got, you know, paid attention to it early and did what they needed to do before it could turn into anything more serious. But Max Reed, all reports have been that he's felt just fine, healthy, and good through his four rehab starts, and the Braves will welcome him back as they take the road against Chicago on Friday afternoon. So again, as we talked about earlier this week, you know, we talk about the trade deadline being here, the fact that the Braves, you know, we were, many of us were likely hoping that a significant move for another arm could have been made, nothing materialized, but nothing can beat the fact that over the past few days, the Braves have arguably got back one of their top two most important arms for their bullpen and one of their top two most important arms for the starting rotation. And hopefully nothing but healthy and productive outings will be on the horizon for the rest of the year for A.J. Minter and Max Freed. But before we get to Friday, as I mentioned, one of the bigger storylines in my opinion, or one of the more fun storylines in my opinion, to follow for this Braves team is going to continue to be the history that not only their starting lineup, their, their lineup of hitters can make, but also the pitching. Now, of course, we all know, you know just how historic of a strikeout rate Spencer Strider has maintained early on in his career, again, breaking the record for the fewest amount of innings it took for a pitcher to get 200 strikeouts in a season. You know, hopefully that level of strikeout potential will continue as Spencer Strider goes on. But, you know, Spencer Strider likely will, you know, be given a little bit of extra rest as time goes on as the Braves ramp up for the playoffs, especially getting into September. But the lineup itself not only is on pace to make some history, 
but it made some history as well on Wednesday. One of the more fun stats that I've come across in quite a while is that Austin Riley and, and Matt Olson went back-to-back -back for the fifth time this season. I believe it was the fifth time this season. It may have been one more. But they went back-to-back -back when it came to home runs for the fifth time this season. But it's actually the fifth straight month that Austin Riley and Matt Olson have gone back-to-back. -back. They did it in April. They did it in May. They did it in June. They did it in July just a few days ago. And they did it in August. They're the first pair of teammates in MLB history to go back-to-back -back in a sequence in a game in five straight months. That's awesome. That, 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 it's, it may be a very obscure, arbitrary stat, but that just goes to show how awesome it is that they are so frequently following each other up with back-to-back -back home runs. And I believe that they have, have done it in different orders. Like, I believe in, in April and May, it was Olsen and then Riley who did it, and then in June, it became Riley then Olsen. So, awesome to see how, how frequently they've been able to connect on back-to-back -back home runs. To me, probably the most fun stat of Wednesday, I know that I just said that about the Olsen-Riley stat, but maybe the most significant, I guess, from Wednesday is the fact that Ronald Acuna Jr. officially joined the 25 stolen base, 50 home run club. That's only been done 12 times in MLB history over a full season. The last time it was done was 2007 when the Marlins' Hanley Ramirez did it. But Ronald Acuna Jr. has joined the 25 home run, 50 stolen base club in 106 games played. That's both you know him as a player and as the team. In 106 games played, that's 75% of the season. Actually, 70% of the season. There's 56 games left to be played, and Ronald Acuna Jr. already has 25 home runs and 50 stolen bases. That is the fastest, or that is the fewest amount of games in a single season that it has taken someone to produce 25 plus home runs and 50, or 25 plus home runs and 50 plus stolen bases in a single season. Joe Morgan used to hold that mark when he did it in 116 games in 1976. So where we, I know we keep talking about Ronald Acuna Jr. You know, getting that 40 home run, 80 stolen base mark, which would be glad to see. But it, it's awesome to see just how frequently he is making a difference at the plate and on the base pass. And again, he just continues to make history as time goes on. The other fun thing, obviously, is that Matt Olson connected with his 37th home run of the season on Tuesday. Now, I believe 19 home runs over his past 40 games, you know, in a Braves uniform. A big, you know, reason for that is him being switched to the cleanup spot. But Matt Olson now has 37 home runs this season through 106 games. Obviously, more other players have hit more home runs in a Braves uniform, but nobody's hit more home runs through 106 games. And the reason why that's significant is because as of now, Matt Olson is actually five home runs ahead of the pace that Andrew Jones set in 2005 when he hit 51 home runs, which is the Braves franchise record for a single season. Now, Andrew Jones went absolutely was absolutely ridiculous the past the last two months of the 2005 season, if you recall. But Matt Olson needs 15 more home runs over the last 56 games of the season to set a new Braves franchise record for single-season home runs by a player. And I think he definitely can do it. So that'll be another fun pace or another fun 
progress to watch to see if Matt Olson could set a new single season home run record for the Braves. And of course, when it comes to the overall home run record, the Braves and the 2019 Twins are neck and neck when it comes to the amount of home runs they've hit through 106 games. The 2019 Twins hit 307 home runs, the most home runs that a team, that an MLB team has hit in a single season in league history. The Braves right now are right on track to potentially tie that mark. So plenty of fun potential history could be made by this Braves team. Now, I definitely think that that's going to be relevant. I definitely think that those names that I mentioned are going to get plenty of opportunities to try to make history, but obviously that's not going to become more significant than these players being as rested and fresh as possible for a postseason run. But it definitely is awesome to see that, you know, in, in a you know couple of months stretch coming up where the Braves, just to be honest, really aren't going to have to worry much. You know, they definitely want to make sure they keep the overall best record potentially in baseball or in the National League. But overall, the Braves aren't going to be, you know, under any type of true stress with how big of a lead they have in the NL East. It's going to be really fun to see if history can continue to be made by several players playing for the Braves. But... In terms of what's going on on the diamond, obviously an off day today, but a very interesting road trip coming up. One of the busier stretches of the Braves' schedule as they are going to be playing 11 games over the next 10 days, all on the road. They're going to start out in Chicago against the Cubs, and then at the start of next week, they'll be on the road against the Pirates in Pittsburgh. They'll play three against the Cubs over the weekend. Next Monday through Thursday, they'll be playing against the Pirates. And then the following weekend, August 11th through the 13th, the Braves will actually be playing four games in three days in New York against the Mets. If you recall, earlier this year, the Braves had, I believe, both Friday or both Saturday and Sunday's games rained out in New York. So that so one of those games are being made up with the doubleheader in New York. So 11 games over the next 10 days for Atlanta. And then actually they don't have an off day next until this until August 17th. So the Braves will actually be playing 14 games in 13 days as they'll come back home and face the Yankees after that series against the Mets. So a pretty important stretch. You know, the Braves should be just fine when it comes to the competition that they're facing, but a pretty busy stretch. So the Braves hopefully will definitely take advantage of today's off day, realign things to make sure that the starting pitching and the bullpen are aligned with the new additions so they'll be fresh as possible. And then they've got a pretty lengthy road trip coming up, but it should be a lot of fun, especially when you consider the fact that it'll start out with Max Reed once again taking the mound on Friday. Chris Willis and Stephen Tolbert will be back with you later on Thursday evening going into the weekend with the latest episode of the podcast to be named later. All their reaction to the trade deadline plus what to look forward to when it comes to the Braves in the month of August. And then Brad Rowland and Scott Coleman will be back with you in their normal time slot on Sunday evening with the latest Battery Power podcast. I'll be with you next week. It's always a pleasure to be with you. So much fun to talk about this Braves team when they're playing well and the offense is just completely going bonkers. Until next time, my name's Sean Coleman. Hope you have a great evening and start to your Thursday. We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. 
Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. Claude 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.